We will turn our Bibles to Luke chapter 1. I don't know what God is going to speak, but we know when God speaks, it will be good for us, and it will be a blessing for us. We're going to go to Luke chapter 1, and I'm going to read from verse 5. Luke chapter 1, verse 5 onwards. There was in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias of the division of Abijah. His wife was of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord, blameless. But they had no child, because Elizabeth was barren. And they were both well advanced in years. So it was that while he was serving as priest before God, in the order of his division, according to the custom of the priesthood, his lot fell to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. Shall we pray? Please pray this prayer after me. Lord, open my eyes to see your truth. Lord, open my ears to hear your truth. Lord, open my mind to receive your truth. Lord, open my heart to keep your truth. Let me be a doer of your word and not a hearer only. Let me bring forth much fruit to the praise and glory of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Speak, Lord. I will listen and obey. In Jesus' name, Amen. This morning, God has a word for us. And His word is for this season. His word is for this season. What God says shall come to pass all the time. It shall come to pass all the time. And God says something. It shall come to pass all the time. In the lives of those who would join their faith with the word of God and would show their faith by action. We've heard this several times in our services, what real faith is. Real faith or genuine faith is not merely saying something, which is I believe, but real faith is Doing, saying and doing. It's not just doing without saying, it is saying and doing. When we believe in our hearts and confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, then our lives will become like what we confess with our mouths and believe in our hearts, which is we will start to do what pleases God Almighty. 
Because we've confessed, right, that He is the Lord. We've believed, right, that He is the Lord. When we believe in God, we will act on what we confess we believe in. The Spirit of the Lord is speaking to our hearts today. It is very important to be doers of the Word. It is very important for us to walk in the Word of God. God has called us to walk in His commandments. God has called us to believe His commandments. Those who genuinely believe, like it says in the book of James, through the Spirit of God, will have proof to what they believe in. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit. A bad tree cannot bear good fruit. A good spring is not going to produce foul-smelling water. A bad spring is not going to produce queer, clean water. There's no contradiction. The Spirit of God is speaking to our hearts. What we believe matters. When we believe matters. How we believe matters. Who we believe in matters. Your faith matters. If you really believe, then you're going to show yourself what you believe in the way you talk, in the way you behave, in the way you act, in the way you conduct yourself. If you genuinely believe, then your life is going to show what you believe. God is speaking to our hearts today. In the midst of an impossible situation, in the midst of an impossible circumstance, you see a couple approaching the God of the impossible. They approached the God of the impossible and they laid their petition before him. They talked to him and they told him, this is our situation. Elizabeth had a physical condition, a genuine physical condition. She was barren. The word barren means it's not going to produce anything. It cannot produce anything. A barren ground, a barren womb, anything that's barren cannot yield anything. Nothing is going to come from there. That's how Elizabeth's womb was. Not capable of bearing children. Physically, she had a problem. A health condition, a physical condition that cannot be rectified, that cannot be cured by any earthly physician. They knew that if they take it to God Almighty, He can do something about it. Because they had faith in the living God and they had a living relationship with God, they took their petition to the God of the impossible. And the Spirit of the Lord is speaking to our hearts 
today about something very important. Divine intervention during ordinary circumstances. Divine intervention during unexpected times and seasons. Divine intervention when you expect the least. Divine intervention happens in unexpected moments, in unexpected seasons, in unexpected times. In the life of Elizabeth, in Zachariah's life, in the life of this couple, we see that they faced an impossible situation. They had faith to take their situation to God Almighty. They told him what they needed. They talked to him about their problem. You see in the Old Testament, Isaac and Rebecca had a problem. Rebecca was not able to conceive. She was barren. She was not able to conceive. And Isaac took this problem before God for his wife. He prayed to the God of the impossible. God heard his prayers on behalf of his wife. And God blessed him with two children. He asked him for one. God blessed him with two. God is speaking to a harsh today. Whether you're praying for yourself or praying for your loved ones, if you're walking with God, if your life is righteous, God will intervene. God will answer you. God will do a miracle in the life of your loved ones. As God heard Isaac's prayer on behalf of Rebecca, and God blessed Rebecca with children, Isaac with children, God will hear you and God will intervene on your behalf and do that which is necessary for your loved ones. Now, we also see that Rebecca was a woman of God. She had faith in God. And when she didn't know what was happening in her womb, she went to God herself. And God answered Rebecca. It is important for us to be people of faith. It is important for us to be people who know who our God is. It is important for us to know that if we have a living relationship with God, we will receive answers to our prayers. The God of the impossible would intervene. He will intervene at unexpected moments and seasons. During unexpected times, God will intervene. Now in Elizabeth and Zachariah's case, you see, 
they believed in God. They knew that this God of heaven and earth is able to do anything. Even though Elizabeth is barren, God is still able to give them the child that they asked him for. Now, verse 8 says, While he was serving as priest before God in the order of his division, according to the custom of the priesthood, his lot fell to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. And they had this lot system when they cast lot. Whoever is, is called by God to go and minister before him, their name will be selected by God. It was God's divine time. In Zacharias and Elizabeth's life, when Zacharias did not expect, it was a season when he supposed to minister, but he didn't know whether he was going to be called or not. But God said, I'm calling you right now to do a miracle for you. This is your season for miracles. This is your time when I'm going to do a miracle in your life. This is my moment for you. And God, in his foreknowledge, God, in his divine wisdom, causes Zacharias turn to come to burn incense before God. Incense in the New Testament signifies praise. Our praises should rise up to God as sweet-smelling incense. When Zacharias went before God, when he offered incense, while he was offering the incense to God, God's command to the angel of the Lord to give the word of the Lord to Zechariah's king. Before Zacharias could offer incense to God, his life and his wife's life, what their lives were, sweet-smelling favor to God, incense to God. And when he went to offer incense to God, with his life that was pleasing to God. It drew the heart of God, moved God, because God's time to bless him had come. It was God's appointed time. I want to emphasize this through the Spirit of God here this morning. Many times when God's appointed time comes, people are not ready because they grow weary they fall into sin. They go into unbelief. They don't want to serve God. They don't want to worship Him. They go into a shell. Guess what? They miss what God has for them. But Zacharias was not like that. He held on to his integrity. No matter how long it took. His life was continuously pleasing to God. His wife's life was continuing to please God. 
when the time to bless, when the time for God to bless Zacharias and Elizabeth came, we see that they were ready. What they needed to offer to God was acceptable to God. And God's time to bless them came. They were ready. They were ready to receive what God had for them because their prayers were heard. God's time came. They still continue to serve God. They didn't say, what's the point in praying? What's the point in serving God? And, and he never heard us and we got old and oh, there's no point in praying and there's no point in serving God and our, their hearts you know, were not cold towards God. You can externally go and burn incense to God with your heart far away from God. Zacharias was not like that. Elizabeth was not like that. Until the moment came, the Bible says they were walking upright, blameless before God and following everything, even though they didn't get what they asked for. They still continued to be faithful to God. When God's time to do the miracle came, they were ready to receive. Are you ready to receive what God has? Many times we'll say, yes, I'm ready. How will we living? A life will show if we are not ready, whether we are ready or not. The way we live, believing God, will show whether we are ready or not. If we really believe in God, then we will act like we are believing in God. God performs miracles during unexpected moments. So it is important to be ready all the time. It's important to be available all the time. It's important to set our hearts before Him, open before Him, and be like Elizabeth and Zechariah, to receive what God has for us during unexpected times and seasons. Now, unexpected times and seasons means we don't know. It's a surprise for us, but not for God. God knows the times and seasons. For Him, it's happening as He has planned. So it's expected. But on our end, it's unexpected. Because we may not have been expecting something to happen on a Friday or on a Tuesday. Or on a Wednesday. But suddenly God does it. On a day or on a moment that we never expected that it would happen. You may be expecting that it will happen at a certain time, but it never happened at that time. But when you least expect it, suddenly it took place. That's what happened to Elizabeth and Zacharias. It didn't happen when they were young, but it happened when they got much older. They became old. Suddenly, God did it. God's ways are not our ways. We can't predict the working of God. But we can do one thing. We can make ourselves available so God's 
glorious miracle moments. We can make ourselves ready and available for that time when the divine intervention will take place. We can make ourselves available for God's appearing before us. We can make ourselves available to participate in the miracle working of the Holy Spirit. We can make ourselves available by living a righteous life before God and offering sweet praises to Him while we praise Him, while we burn incense to Him with our praises, in spite of what we go through. That's the beauty of it. In spite of what Elizabeth and Zacharias went through, the lack of the child bearing the reproach, Zacharias still went and offered incense to God. He said, I will still praise Him. I still worship Him. I still praise Him. I still worship Him. And God said, I'm coming. My time has come. Zacharias, for you to receive the best gift the world has never seen. The greatest prophet, John the Baptist. Jesus called him the greatest prophet. John the Baptist. was given by God to this couple who made themselves available, yet didn't know when God was going to give, but continued in the integrity before God and said, regardless of what happens, we will still praise Him. We will still praise Him. We will still praise Him. How many of you have committed your life to the living God to still praise Him? No matter what happens, Lord, I will still praise you. No matter how dark it may appear, I will still praise you. You know, there are a lot of people who don't know how to use the hazard lamp or the the fogger in their vehicles or the fog lamps. They may have everything in their car, but they don't know how to use it. When the weather is bad, they will be in trouble. Many Christians are like that. They have the Word of God. They have the Holy Spirit, but they really don't know what to do because they failed to read the manual. Because they failed to look at their car and see what these buttons are. Because it was not important. They were preoccupied with other things. And when bad weather comes, They are in a very dangerous spot. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. Do not neglect the reading of God's word. Do not neglect self-examination. You need to know your car. You need to know the manual. You need to know how to operate it. You need to know your God. You need to know yourself. You need to know the word of God. If you want to live a successful Christian life, if you want to live a life dominated by the Spirit of God, not drowned in this world, but 
learn how to swim and even walk on water, you need to know your God. You need to know the Holy Spirit. You need to know the Word of God, the Lord Jesus Christ. And you need to know yourself. Proper self-evaluation, self-examination. In the presence of God, before God's Word is very important. Knowing yourself, knowing your God, and knowing His Word will keep you from trouble, will cause you to sail through a storm, will bring you through the other side successfully, will put you in a place where you'll be ready to receive the miracle that God has for you. May God speak to your hearts at this hour. The Spirit of God is in our midst right now. The least expected time. When he was burning incense, when he was there in the presence of God, when he went to serve God, God visited him. God visited him. The very same God who visited Zacharias will visit you. Will perform that which he has spoken. Will keep his promise. Has God said something? Well, he said something to Elizabeth and Zacharias in his word. If you keep my word, no one will be barren. He said that. He gave his word. And he gave the commandments through Moses. And he kept his word. God said something he will keep it it's important for you to make yourself available it's important for you to be a believer of God's word and hold on to integrity and live a life that is pleasing to God is a sweet incense to him God will meet God will meet with you at unexpected moments at an unexpected time, during an unexpected season, suddenly God will visit you. Suddenly God will deliver you. Suddenly God will give the answer to your prayer because your prayers are being heard. Your prayers are being heard. Your prayers are being heard. You have to continue. Being a believer of the word of God. Know your God. Know his word. Know yourself. You will never fail. You will never fall. He who trusts in the Lord will be like Mount Zion. God's word says, they that trust in the Lord shall be like Mount Zion. They cannot be moved. Immovable. God will bring you to the other side no matter what the hindrance is. No matter how thick the dark clouds are. No matter how thick the fog is. If you know how to operate in the Spirit. If you know your God if you know His Word and if you know yourself, and you align yourself to the will of God and to the Word of God, 
you safely arrive to the other side having met your Savior divine interventions are reserved for those who trust Him and walk with Him trust in the Lord with all your heart lean not unto your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge Him and He shall direct your path He will turn darkness into light before you. He will make the crooked path straight. He will make all the rough places smooth. These are the things God will do for you and will not fail you. He will not fail you. He will not fail you. So what's the problem? What's the need to be hesitant? The Lord says, it's time for you to know yourself and see where you stand before God. Get back to your first love. Do the things that you did first and go beyond that. In order to do that, you need to get back to your basics first. Go back to where you were before, to your first love. And then from there, you have to grow. It's not that, oh, I just go back to my first love because he said go back to the first love and just do it. And so I'm just going to be doing the basic things now. That's the starting point. If you fell from your first love, then you have to get back to your first love. And then you have to grow in that love. If you lost your way, you have to get back on the right road. And do you stop over there? No. Then you continue on the right road to your destination. God is speaking to your heart at this hour. Delight yourself in the Lord and He shall give you the desires of your heart. Delight in Him. Trust also in Him and He shall bring it to pass. What? What will He bring to pass? The very thing that you trusted Him for, He shall bring that to pass. God will bring your righteousness at His noonday when you trust in Him. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. As Elizabeth and Zechariah is dead. Know your God. Know yourself. In relation to your God. Know His Word. Because without the Word you can't walk. You can't go to the other side. His Word is a lamp unto my feet. It is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Know His Word. That's the manual. His Word is going to tell you how to operate your vehicle. How to walk in the Spirit and dominate the flesh. The Word of God will tell you what pleases the Lord and what does not please the Lord. The Word of God will tell you how to live an overcoming life. But you have to know yourself. Who you are in Christ. Where you stand before God right now. Oh. I yet hope in Him. He's the health of my countenance. Oh, I'll hope in Him. He's the help of my countenance. Both help and help. He is. 
he causes a countenance to radiate. Hallelujah. He will cause your countenance to radiate if you trust in him. And care to know what he has in store for you. What inheritance God has for you, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, nor hath it occurred into the hearts of men what God has prepared for those who love Him. But you know what God's people know? If you care to know your inheritance, you will know, because He will reveal. In order for you to know your inheritance, you need to know your God, you need to know His Word. And you need to know yourself. Shall we pray? Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for being the captain of our salvation. Thank you, Father, for divine interventions that you have in our lives, your times and seasons that you have marked out for us. That when we face a thick fog, when we face dark clouds, it's not easy, but it's possible. We know our God, when we know His Word, and when we align ourselves, the Word of God, to the voice of God, we will come through that fog through those dark clouds, to the other side, having an encounter with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, for He leads us by the way that we don't know. He leads us. Hallelujah. He turns darkness into light before us. He makes the crooked path straight. He makes the rough places smooth. These are the things He will do and will not forsake us. He has promised us he has promised us. He has promised us. Hallelujah. And he said it. Will he not do it? Thank you, Jesus. Is God spoken? Is this his word? Does he have the power to keep? Will he keep his word? All the time. All the time. All the time. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for this time. Thank you, Lord. Heaven and earth may fade, but your word will remain. You never change. You're still the same. When I call upon your name, you answer me every time. You have been good to me, good to me, till now. Oh, Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord. You're so alive. You're so near. You said, call upon me in the day of trouble. And I will answer you and you shall glorify me. Thank you for giving us opportunities to glorify you. Thank you, Lord. 
Whatever the enemy meant for evil, you turn it for our good and for glory. So we thank you for every opportunity that you're given to glorify you. Every trouble that comes away, we know. These are opportunities to glorify our living God by calling out to you. And you intervene all the time. We thank you, Father. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you will continue to cover your people this morning with your precious blood, wherever they are. May the Spirit of the living God become their strength. Mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically, relationally, financially. I pray that you be the Jehovah Jireh. Wherever there's need, Lord, I pray you supply all their needs according to riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I thank you, Lord. Our ever-present help in times of trouble. We thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Our hiding place. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You are our rest and we enter into you. We praise you. I ask you, Lord, this day that you'll bless your people. Prosper the works of their hands. Prosper their souls. I pray, Lord, that you will cause them to remember what you have spoken this morning. Let this word be embedded deep in their spirits, O Lord. Inscribe it in the tablets of their hearts. That they may not forget the words of the living God. But they may hold on to what you have spoken, Lord. For you are true and you are the truth. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father. And we run to you. We come running to you this morning. Oh, Lord. You have the words of eternal life. And by your word, we live. So I pray that your life may enter into every single person who is here. Take them to a whole new level, Father, this day. Help them to know their purpose in you. Help them to chase after you, Lord, like never before. Give them an appetite, a holy appetite for the things of God. Give them a deep hunger, Lord, for the word of God. Give them a deep desire, Father, for the presence of God, I pray. All clothe them, Lord, with humility. I pray throughout this day, may they walk under the shadow of the Almighty God. In the name of Jesus, that the kindness of the Father be upon them throughout this day. Protect them, Lord, from every harm and danger. Keep them, Lord, from everything that would grieve you. I pray. I pray that you will bless them with a joyful spirit, with a grateful heart. Your people, may they praise you all through this day. And let the praises ascend to your throne as sweet-smelling favor. For this I ask, in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen.